Well, hey, welcome to the War Room today, David. Great to have you here, brother. And I uh, I think we get to get a little bit of uh, uniqueness from the New York Stock Exchange today. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, the other War Room is happening behind me. Great history here. And I'm hosting uh, my vice president of sales, his very first trip to New York City, very first stop, the New York Stock Exchange on the floor interviews and getting to ring the bell and we're gonna have a good time man that's awesome uh wish i was there with a with a, a beer in hand with you <laughs> maybe <laughs> next time <laughs> yeah of course you're always invited thank you for having me here though yeah man well hey for i'm sure most people in our audience know who you are but if you just want to give people just a little 30 second sound bite I'm terrible at introducing people. I'm an army guy, man. And I just, I'm bad at doing that. So, so just, uh, if you can give everybody it. just a, just a touch about you. Yeah. I'm Dave Meltzer, speaker, author, entrepreneur, uh, lived a life in three different worlds, not enough, just enough. And now I live my life after losing over a hundred million dollars over the last 16 years to empower over a billion people to live in the world to more than enough teaching them how to make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. The secret sauce of success. That's absolutely it, man. Hell, I couldn't even have said that any better. <laughs> Thank you. That is the sauce for sure, man. Well, hey, it's great to have you here. And, you know, the idea here behind the show is we were able to share your story. This isn't a Q&A. I don't like Q&A stuff. And I really want to your story to empower people through lessons learned. Okay. And so I, I kind of like to take people back and say, you know, which kicks it off. And that is, did you come from a family of entrepreneurs or business owners? You know, I came from a family of doctors, lawyers, and failures. And mm -hmm. you can imagine where the entrepreneurs fell in. So my yeah. mom... Uh, my father, who's uh, was an entrepreneur, left when I was five. So we had a lot of pressure to be a doctor or a lawyer. But somehow after law school, I found my way immediately in 1992 to entrepreneurship, uh, where I remember my mom telling me I got involved in the Internet in 1992, that the Internet was a fad. It will never last. And I was making the biggest mistake by not being a lawyer. Uh, and that's when I learned my first lesson. I know that's what the war room's about. Mm -hmm. I learned the lesson of just because someone loves you and trust me, my mom loves me way too much. Uh, just cause someone loves you doesn't mean they give you good advice. And, uh, it was the first time I did really take my mom's advice and thank goodness. Cause I became a millionaire nine months out of law school by not being a lawyer. Yeah. That's great because, you know, you and I share similar stories in that my, my family was very entrepreneurial. My dad owned a farm, my mom owned restaurants, so on and so forth in town. And I grew up on a small farm in Montana and, you know, the idea was, well, you go do your military service, come back here and farm. Right. And it was like, no, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> And why? Because the, the world is such a bigger place and it's our job to explore it. Right. And if we don't, man, that's on you. And 
you got to get out there and do things. Look at you. You're at the freaking New York Stock Exchange today. That's pretty damn cool. <laughs> yeah, I pinch myself every day, ironically, right? That those people that are brave enough to not worry about what other people think, that don't live in FOPO, fear of other people's opinion, and they develop uh, through making a shitload of mistakes, the skills that are necessary, the knowledge of who and what that's necessary, and increasing their desire, their inspiration every single day to enjoy the consistent everyday, persistent without quit, pursuit of their own potential, they're gonna end up pinching themselves every day, blessed living in the world more than And that's where I'm at. That's what I learned how to do. Yeah, it's all, I, I've never heard that one, FOPO. I love that. That is so awesome. And I'm I'm gonna have to steal that from you. <laughs> Please do. It's I'm so sure I stole it from someone else as well. It's perfect. <laughs> it's so true though. People worry so much about other people's opinions nowadays that I mean when it just comes all the way down to say for instance uh your kids' parents that you're friends with. Everybody worries about, oh, what do they think? This, that, and the other. And I personally, I look at it this way. I got 30, 35 years at best left on the planet. Man, I'm doing what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. You can't be afraid of those mistakes. You know, you'll never overachieve your own self-image. And so continually yeah. build that self-image. And all other people do is limit you and limit your self-image. So why do it? Appreciate them, right? I always say, mm -hmm. you know, appreciate what they're telling you by having it add value to who you are, not limit you or interfere with your value. And unfortunately, especially with social media, too many people allow the FOPO, the other people. Constricting the better self, the higher self, the better life that they could lead. Yeah, no kidding. Um, you cut out just a little bit there, but you're back. Um, but but yeah, the the uh God, the idea of freedom, and for you, you know, my idea of freedom has always been service, service to others, service to country, service to people, so on and so forth. And you know, you coming from the place that you came from where you saw like the deepest, darkest depths of where you could be. Right. And it's a great Testament though, that man, it doesn't matter. You can come back from things. And if there's gosh, one thing people take out of this right now, this podcast is be inspired, right? Be inspired by what other people are doing too, and be inspired by people like you and people that are just out there rocking it every single day. Well, it's so funny, right? We um, live in a world where, especially in America, and thank you so much for all that service. My name actually means, David means beloved, Meltzer mm. means servant or waiter. So I live my life as a beloved servant to others uh, but this is the only country in the world, talk about freedom, that at any time in your life, you could be living on the street with absolutely nothing 
and you you could end you richest person in the world the most famous author in the world you could be the best musician in the world you could have the biggest business in the world you could have the biggest charity in the world you could have absolutely nothing you don't even need a place to live and this country has so much freedom of options opportunities and touches of favor that if you have free will that freedom to achieve whatever your potential is, is available to every single American. And I will tell you, after traveling the entire world, there's no other country that has that freedom, not one in the entire world, where you can, at any time in your life, be lying, destitute, drunk, on drugs, it doesn't matter, on the street, and still wake up the next morning and create a trajectory, a divine direction to being the greatest of all time at whatever you want to be the greatest at all time at. Yeah, man. Gosh, that's, I hope people are hearing you preach that because it's, it's, it's true. I mean, I'm an example of it. You're an example of it. You can look at so many examples in history of, of people that, you know, they just kept getting knocked down, knocked down, knocked down. Like I, I, I had Joe Foster on, uh, about a month ago, the, uh, founder of Reebok, it's the young kids don't know who that is, but <laughs> you and I can appreciate the name, but, uh, yeah. And, and, and his story is not one of success for like 40 years. Right. But he just kept on going and going and going and going. And that's what we do as, you know, take the business part out of it just in life itself man, you got to get, just keep getting back up. Otherwise, you know, life's got you by the kahunas <laughs> own life. Don't let it be yeah, the other way. You got to find, yeah, you got to find the light, the love and the lessons and everything. The more you give, the more you're given. Most people don't feel worthy of what they're given. So they cheat themselves with mottos. Like the more I give, the more I receive, which is true. Only if you recognize what you're given and you feel worthy of everything you're given if you skip those middle two steps, you'll be waiting to receive things and you'll end up in a zero sum game by being a good person, generous and kind and only giving without receiving or asking for more. And so there is an infinite loop of abundance. There is an infinite loop of more than enough of everything for everyone. If you're willing to do the work, not only in giving, but recognizing what we're given and most importantly, receiving it and asking for more. Yeah, absolutely. I call that criminal exchange, right? Where, you know, you know, right. where you give, 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 but you're, you're, you're not expecting something back and then somebody gets mad about it. Right. So there was a criminal exchange that happened there. Right. <laughs> I love it. That's so smart. So we should always, we should always have two sided, two sides of the coin, right? And if we go into, into relationships, partnerships, all those kind of things, right? If we go into those things with those expectations set, man, the magic you can create. Hell, I was just in Arizona and did a five billion dollar deal. So it's like, you know, but value brings value, right? So it's like, set the table but set the table to favor all, not just one. <laughs>
Now I'm That's preaching. <laughs> That's good. I love it. <laughs> oh man. Well, Hey, uh, you know, I, there was a lot of lessons right there that we just went over, but, but let's say for our hard headed knuckleheads on the call that, that didn't grab anything from that. If you had three key pieces of advice that you would give to, you know, maybe a new founder that's coming up and they're just waiting to take them arrows in their back. They're already loose, right? How, what are a few things that you would give for advice to dodge them as they're on their way? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'll stay in business. You know, if you stay in business sooner or later, you'll figure it out. And so if your number one objective every morning as a startup, as an entrepreneur is make sure that I got at bats tomorrow, that I'm going to be in business, then make sure you always go to bed with enough money to make sure you're in business tomorrow. That's all you have to worry about. Two, ask for help. The fastest way to get to where you want to be is to find someone that sits in the situation you want to be in and ask them for directions. So make sure you stay in business. Two, ask for help. And then three, it's the common denominator of all successful people. You know, I'm blessed to have one of the top podcasts. We've done over 1,500 episodes with the biggest billionaires, millionaires, entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, entertainers. And there's a... And that's you must have the desire that you must be what you can be. You got to do your best, learn lessons, and have fun within the context of that common denominator. So if you stay in business, if you find people that sit in a situation you want to be in and ask for help, and you have a desire that you must be what you can be, I guarantee you will make a lot of money, you will help a lot of people, and you will have a lot of fun. And I've never met anyone on earth that makes a lot of money, helps a lot of people, and has a lot of fun that isn't happy. So in other words, you'll be happy. Yeah, it's funny you said the fun part because that sparked something that Joe Joe said, and he said his three rules: you got to have fun, more fun, and it has to be an absolute hoot. <laughs> hey, right on. <laughs> but yeah, it's Joe true. Sits on the board of a sneaker company with me. He's oh, does great. he? Yeah, 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 for sure. He's uh, he's a lot of fun. I think he just uh, was on tour for his book down in florida so um yeah. yeah but man that's that's great advice you know i always look at things in threes right so the strongest shape in nature is a triangle so when you can set up anything with three points right of leverage that's where you win so those three points of leverage that you just gave if if those are implemented and you know gosh you just you just really can't go wrong for sure so um but i i i don't ask a lot of questions in the show purposely because look at the kick-ass conversation we just got to have and but i do like to ask this question as as kind of closing the show down is if you could have invited anybody here today dead or alive doesn't matter the person doesn't matter dead or alive to be here with us today, listen in or contribute, whatever it is. Who would have you loved to have here on the show with us today? Well, it's a tough choice between Jesus Christ and Einstein, 
but I, I'd have to go as I always do with Jesus, because I think if we could have him with us today, we could have a conversation that would bring the world together uh, by finding some truths uh, and helping people appreciate the differences uh, in the truth. And for me, although it's hard for me to be here, I'm speaking in Einstein's lab tomorrow at Princeton. I'm here with the Einstein of Wall Street and the New York Stock Exchange. So it was <laughs> hard to overachieve the two biggest brands ever created, Jesus Christ and Einstein. Uh, but I'm going to have to give Einstein the nod. I mean, uh, Jesus, the nod to be with us today. But if we could have two people, those are the two I'd love to have with us. Yeah, man. That's awesome. And two great choices too, right? The God, I mean, Einstein, how would have you loved to just sit with him for just two minutes, just two minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just, just it, been it, able it, they're to, both incredible. yeah. And just have been able to like formulate the two right questions that you could ask. <laughs> And that's it. Cause that's like, I always yeah, tell ask a question about time. And that's a question about time and a question about space. Those yeah, are the there you go. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Hey, David, I mean, reaching out to your team for the things you do, the things you can help business owners and people with and so forth, where do you want to direct them to reach out to your team? Well, thank you for asking. In fact, for your community, I want to offer, I will sign a book. I will send it to you. Pay for shipping, pay for the book. Just email me is the easiest way to get in touch with me. David at dmeltzer.com is my email address. David at dmeltzer.com. If you forget my email address, which is David at dmeltzer.com, just Google David Meltzer and you'll find me everywhere. Get a book. I'll sign it, send it, pay for shipping and the book. I certainly appreciate the war room. I appreciate you. Everybody enjoy New York and the New York Stock Exchange. I can't wait to have our next conversation. Come and join me, my friend. Yeah, man. Well, hey, I always say we all got the same 168 every week. You're doing amazing things, brother. Keep doing them. Thanks for coming on the show. And let's connect. Talk soon. Love to see you in New York. Thank you. Be kind to your future yourself. Do good deeds. Thank you, everyone. Take Take care, brother.